This is Deacon Greg sharing Walking in the Way of Love. Learn. As I read the section, Our Bodies, Our Country, from My Grandmother's Hands by Resma McManakin, I came across this passage. When people hear the words white supremacy or white body supremacy, they often think of neo-Nazis and other extremists with hateful and violent agendas. Now, that is certainly one extreme type of white body supremacy, but mainstream American culture is infused with a more subtle and less overt variety. In her book, What Does It Mean to Be White?, Robin D'Angelo describes white supremacy as the all-encompassing centrality and assumed superiority of people defined and perceived as white, and the practices based on this assumption. White supremacy does not refer to individual white people, per se, and their individual intentions but to a political, economic, social system of domination. This system is based on the historical and current accumulation of structural power that provides centralized privileges and elevates white people as a group. I do not use it to refer to extreme hate groups. I use the term to capture the pervasiveness, magnitude, and normalcy of white domination and assumed superiority, unquote. Can you think of ways white body supremacy has been seen in recently? How about in the last year? Or the last five years? Now, an example that comes to my mind was the first covid aid package to help small businesses. There was money set aside for them to help keep them open. But now for a business to apply for the support, they needed to have a line of credit from a bank. Now, there doesn't appear to be any problem with that requirement. If you don't have one, just go to the bank and get a line of credit. But the reality is that most people of color who own businesses did their business with smaller banks who didn't offer lines of credit, and they may not have the backing or collateral needed by larger banks. As an end result, that stipulation forced most businesses owned by people of color to be excluded from getting the aid. On the surface, the requirement looks good, but the devil is in the details. Resma continues with, one aspect of this type of white body supremacy involves seeing whites as the norm or standard for human and people of color as a deviation from that norm. An actress becomes a black actress and so on. In a piece for Salon, she adds, thus we move through a wholly racialized world with an unracialized identity. For example, white people can represent all of humanity, but people of color can only represent their racial selves. 
This everyday form of white body supremacy is in the air we breathe, the water we drink, and the culture we share. We literally cannot avoid it. It is part of the operating system and organizing structure of American culture. It's always functioning in the background, often invisibly in our institutions, our relationships, and our interactions. The cultural operating system of white body supremacy infuses or determines many of the decisions we make, the options we select, the choices open to us, and how we make those decisions and choices. This operating system affects all of us, regardless of the hue of our skin. Unquote. Now, based on this new information, can you think of ways white body supremacy has been seen recently? The last five years? Well, here's an example that I've read about a while ago. And it was a black family that was getting ready to sell their house. And they lived in a well-to-do mixed race neighborhood. They hired a home appraisal team company to come in and they appraised the house at about, say, 350000 Knowing that other comparable houses sold for quite a bit more, the family hired a different appraisal company. But before they came, the family removed all pictures, posters, anything that might give the idea that the family that owned the house was black. They replaced them with pictures they borrowed of a white family. The new appraisal came back with a value of 475000 Now, this was in the range of houses bought and sold in their neighborhood by white families. Now, researchers picked up on this and duplicated this in other cities with the same results. Unconsciously, the appraisers de devalued the house because it was owned by people of color. Now, Resma finishes this chapter with, for most Americans, including most of us with dark skin, white body supremacy has become part of our bodies. How could it not? It's the equivalent of a toxic chemical we ingest on a daily basis. Eventually, it changes our brains and the chemistry of our bodies. Which is why, in looking at white body supremacy, we need to begin not with guilt or blame, but with our bodies. Thank you for joining me on my walk in the way of love. Until next time, may you stay safe and healthy. And let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord.